This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Marty Machowski to Author's Corner, and this time he's written some children's books with uh, a different twist, and it's called The Shadow and the Promise, and it's published by New Growth Press, and he'll tell us more about it at the end of the program where you can find your copy. So Marty is a family life pastor at Covenant Fellowship Church in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, where he served on the pastoral staff for 30 years. He leads Promise Kingdom, the gospel-centered children's ministry of the Covenant Fellowship, and is also the executive editor for Children's Resources at New Growth Press. So Marty, thank you for returning to Author's Corner and telling us about your latest endeavor. Glad to be with you, Roberta. And uh, it's an exciting, a uh, little bit different book than one I've written before. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a bunch of animals in this one, so why don't you give us a, an introduction to uh, The Shadow and the Promise? Well, The Shadow and the Promise is the first book in a four-book series that is written for uh, grade school, specifically middle grade, and it's kind of like a historical fiction of the Bible, only it's written from the perspective and experience of the animals who witness hmm. the story. So uh, the first story is uh, two badgers that God created and Adam named who witnessed the temptation in the garden and do their best to thwart it, but don't get there quite in time. Uh-huh. And uh, then, of course, you've got uh, Noah and the Ark, there's a ton of animals there, but there are other stories, like, for instance, uh, Jacob's, or Joseph's brothers uh, betraying him, selling him to uh, Ishmaelite traders into slavery, um, that I was like, okay, well, I know there's sheep, the brothers went to pasture mm-hmm. the sheep at Dothan, but what other animal can I use? And I little did a little research and discovered that actually... In the Judean wilderness and the countryside of Palestine once roamed the Arabian ostrich. So there, my main (laughs) character is an ostrich, uh, which would have been there and been there to witness what took place when the brothers sold their younger brother with the colorful coat, Joseph, into slavery. Uh, So we get to see and read the stories as experienced by those animals. Well, that is definitely um, an opportunity for a lot of uh, imagination to go into the story, isn't it? It is, and one of the things I do is I keep the facts of the story true to the Bible. Mm-hmm. The only thing that is fictional are the talking animals. Right. But, you know, kind of like Narnia, kids don't really mm-hmm. believe that animals can talk, uh, but uh, I get to introduce them in such a way that they give insight into the unfolding story. So the one character that's in every story is Daniel the Dove. He represents the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. and he gives the clues to say, how does this story fit into God's great plan of redemption? And that's where we get the name Redemption Tales. Okay. Well, one of the... uh maybe differences that uh, seems uh, real evident when you're talking about the story of Adam and Eve in the garden is that you actually portray the serpent as a dragon rather than a snake. So why did you take that? Well, from Revelation, we know that the Bible itself calls him the ancient 
uh, serpent, the dragon. Mm. So, so there is a reference to him being a dragon. And when when you think about it, uh, when God curses the serpent, he says, "On your belly you will crawl and eat and eat from the dust." And mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really make sense that if it was a snake up in that tree before the curse, then mm. there would really be no curse at all because snakes have to crawl on the ground on their belly. But commentators, some believe that actually the curse involved God taking away uh, the locomotion of the serpent. So wings and uh. feet were taken away, thus making him into a snake, which would line up with what the Bible says about that the dragon, the great serpent of old. Very interesting. I can imagine that a story looking through the eyes of animals that you're going to bring out uh, quite a variety of new insights into the scripture. Well, what I try to do is I try to have the uh, insights that I've learned from the scripture come alive. Mm. Uh, For instance, one of the things that I learned was that when God gave the promise of the rainbow, he didn't just give it to Noah. One of the most interesting things about that is that it says um, that he gave, made a covenant with Noah and every living creature with the breath of life. Hmm. So therein, I'm like, okay, let's get the animals talking about that. And so mm-hmm. in the story of the Tower of Babel, they recite the promise of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. which is that God won't destroy the world again by flood, and he made that with all the living creatures of the earth. And it says it multiple times in God's pronouncement of that promise, that it's not just for mankind, but for the whole animal mm-hmm. world. Yes, because obviously they were destroyed as well. So that's very interesting. Um, you know, people that have a creative mind such as you, I mean, I believe everybody that can write a story has a creative mind. Um, you you have the perception um, a little deeper into things that uh, sometimes others don't. And, you know, I just appreciate uh, the books that you've written for children and how they are also able to speak to adults. <laughs> Well, you know, they say adults are children at heart. There you go. And the reality is the truth of Scripture, if what you're presenting is truths of Scripture, parents, moms and dads, grandparents, grandma and grandpa, Mm -hmm. they can learn things that they've never known before. And I often get parents and grandparents coming up to me, and they'll talk about how wonderful a resource is, so blessed to be able to use it with their children or grandchildren, and then they kind of look around, see if anybody's watching, and they almost like a with a whisper (laughs) and say, you know, but I learned a few things, too. (laughs) And so that's my delight, because we're all students. We should all continue to study the Word. And who of us has the corner on truth? God's truth is unsearchable, Mm. is richest, you know, unminable. And so uh, when I go in and I'm studying um, and I pass on the benefits of that study, Mm -hmm. that's for children and parents and grandparents alike. Amen. We're so happy for that. So um, today I'm talking with Marty Machowski about his new book, just recently released, The Shadow and the Promise, published by New Growth Press, and you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. I'm not sure I... uh, 
asked you this question yet or that you had answered it without me asking, but um, where did you come up with the inspiration to write the story as you are through the eyes of animals? Well, a long time ago, I think in 2002 is when I first uh, wrote a story uh, that told the story of creation from the perspective of some of the animals that were created, and I and I shared it with my children. And then it just yeah. kind of sat there, didn't really do much with it. And about two, three years ago, I pulled it out, dusted off that copy, and thought, maybe I should try to work on this. But I think it needs to be shortened. It was just too long. And so I wrote that story, and then I thought, man, what if I continue? I shortened it a little bit more, and then just continue writing the stories of redemption from the perspective of the animals and sharing insight in a way that children can pick it up, enjoying the, the narrative without even realizing they're learning. And there was born the idea for the redemption tale. And mm. uh, I kept on going through the whole Bible, and now there's going to be released volumes 1 and 2 uh, in the Old Testament and 3 and 4 in the New Testament, all spaced out over some of the next 18 months to two years. Fantastic. Does the story, The Shadow and the Promise, read like a story of a continuation from one chapter into the next? Or do your chapters basically begin with a brand new uh, biblical story? Well, you know, they do begin each with a biblical story outside of a couple that are two parts. For example, uh, the first book ends with the last uh, plague, the first Passover uh, and and Israelites being trapped at the Red Sea, and the next book opens up with their deliverance as Moses opens the Red Sea, and they go across to celebrate, but then uh, get right into complaining. So there are a couple of times when the stories uh, carry over directly, uh, but most are separate stories. However, I have a running thread through all the stories mm-hmm. so that one leads into the other, so I set them up. So, for example... At the end of uh, the first story, as we come to a close and Adam and Eve are sent out of the garden and now are sentenced to work by the sweat of their brow, um, I talk about sin spreading and the serpent uh, starting his cunning to somehow try to thwart the plan of God by uh, biting the heel of uh, the promised son. And then in the next story, the Tower of Babel, we see sin spreading, or I mean, uh, the Noah is the next story. We see sin spreading to be so terrible that every thought of man's intentions was only evil all the time. And of course, that sets up the flood. And then after the flood, we see that there's such promise, but sadly, men refuse God's Mm-hmm. command to be fruitful and fill the earth and find themselves settling instead in Shinar. And so all of those stories actually have a thread that weaves through, and I try to take advantage of that to create not just independent chapters, but independent chapters that support and flow from one to the next. Mm-hmm. And you add at the end of the book an interesting uh, section where you actually have um, study questions. So tell us about that and, and how you uh, decided to add that. 
Well, you know, I'm creating fictional stories that communicate the truth of Scripture, but nonetheless, they're fictionalized. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to leave kids with just those fictional stories. I wanted to send them back to read the actual stories Mm. from the Scripture. So there's a study in the back called The Truth Behind the Tale. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go through each of the stories. They're very short. I recommend what Bible story to read. Then I give three, four, five questions for the kids to answer, Mm -hmm. and then I give a few more other scriptures for further study. So actually, after enjoying the fictional accounts told from the perspective of the animals, I send the kids back into the Word, and I'm hoping that they're curious to see, is this story about an ostrich uh, where... Joseph is sold into slavery, really, in the Bible? Mm. Then they get into the Scriptures, they read it for themselves, and they see, well, the ostrich isn't there, the talking ostrich Mm -hmm. isn't there, but everything else is. Mm. Well, and just so that uh, anybody gets concerned that their child might be asking them a question they don't know exactly how to answer, you also include the answers, don't you? (laughs) I do have an answer key in the back. I always like to provide the answers, so that way everybody can... Uh, be comfortable asking the questions, knowing that it's not up to them to figure it out. Great. Well, today I've been talking with Marty Machowski. He wrote this great uh, new series for middle-aged young people, The uh, Shadow and the Promise. So, Marty, tell our listeners how they can find out more about this book. And um, if you haven't already mentioned it, what's coming up next? Well, they can go to newgrowthpress.com. That's the publisher. And I just finished up a manuscript on a book for children, a commentary, and a creative story that takes them through the Book of Romans. And that's going to be called The Sword. So we've got four Redemption Tales books coming out, and then in the future, The Sword will be arriving on bookstore shelves. You can also go to Amazon, put in my name, Marty Machowski, and you'll see all the resources that I have written. Fantastic. And that will be a lengthy set of resources, some great books for uh, children of all ages. And so, uh, Marty Machowski, we really thank you for being with us today and talking to us about The Shadow and the Promise. Thanks for having me on, Roberta. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can now find it on your favorite podcast platform or through KNEO.org. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join us again next time. Never miss your favorite show again. For more than 30 years, KNEO has been bringing you great Bible teachers on a local and national level. And now, we've made it easier than ever to hear from these great men and women of God. KNEO's entire lineup is now available to listen anytime, anywhere, through our website. Go to KNEO.org slash podcast to see all the options. You can search for programs alphabetically, or you can select individual categories like culture, kids, leadership, or music. We even have a category just for locally produced programs, so you can hear from pastors and spiritual leaders located right here in the four-state area. And... All these resources are absolutely free. Kaneo's mission is to get God's Word in front of you, and this is one of the ways we do it. Give it a try today. Go to kaneo.org and click on the podcast tab to get started.